This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Every time I would call my sister, he would intercept the, the phone call, and I'd be like, um, I asked for Terry, not Carrie. He goes, oh, yeah, I know. She's busy right now, and he would just small talk. So that small talk was really maybe flirting. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Welcome to Fast Lane Family with Kelly Earnhardt Miller. Welcome to Fast Lane Family. Today in studio, I have an amazing member of my family, Renee Earnhardt, here. Renee is the wife of my other brother. <laughs> His name's not Daryl. It's Carrie. And uh, also my older brother, Carrie. So, Renee, we always start out with the how did you meet your other half. So, we want to hear that story about you and Carrie. I'm going to try to simplify that story a little bit because it's a little bit of a long story. But essentially, I met sort of your brother through your dad. And it was open house that your dad always had. And anybody that was a fan was always able, if they were going to get an autograph, you were guaranteed to get an autograph that day. He stayed there for hours. Hours. On those days. People would camp out the day before. Well, my mom was a huge Dale Earnhardt fan. And I'll try to, I just want to do this quick, funny story. (laughs) My grandfather was very competitive, her dad. Well, he did not like Dale when Dale came into the sport. He was Kel Yarborough, Pearson. Dale was just the young punk that came in with an attitude well my mom was very competitive too so who does she pick to cheer for on sundays the opposite of dad (laughs) so anyway mom asked for us to go up to open house to get dale's autograph so we went up there and of course like you said it's hours and hours and the lines just snaked around the dealership and it was four of us that went it was my sister and my mom and my cousin david and we would take turns two would stand in line hold the spot and two would walk around because vendors were set up food was up it was just a full day of a lot of activity and a lot of fun they did a great job at it so my mom and I, we were the pair that was walking around at that moment, and we were standing up at the glass, and we were looking in, and all of a sudden, J.R. Rhodes came out and asked if we would like to come inside and sit down. So, of course, we're like, mom was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so we went inside, and we sat down on this little uh, leather sofa, sofa at the end of Dale's table, and I remember I looked at Jr. and I had him to come back over, and I said, we've got two other people with us that's standing in line. So he said, okay, wait just a second. So he went over and said something to your dad, and he walked, got up, and he was had an item, and he was signing it. He came walking over there. He goes, so you got more people with you? And I said, yes, sir. <laughs> he goes, well, let me know when they come to the door, and we'll all get up and wave. Now, they had probably a good three and a half hours to stand, and we were interchanging every hour between us. So long story short you're sitting there thinking you don't you don't know how to handle this right yeah. do you go out and tell them or do you There's stay no in there way for that i was going to leave because my mom right. probably would have kicked me out of the house right I mean, she would right. have just totally <laughs> disowned me um but so anyway long story short um my sister while she was standing in line ended up uh she worked for a dealership back home in the as a service manager and they got a new uh computer data program she set up that data program while she was in the breezeway of the service department while she was waiting in line she was waiting in line so she ended up um getting a job at the dealership (laughs) Uh, about a month later they offered her to to come back and get a job but that day i don't know if you remember it but dale introduced us to all three of you guys, because mm-hmm. you guys were signing too. I think somewhere in the probably the service department too, in the the breezeway there. So it ended up that every time I would call when my sister took the job, when I would call, Carrie would intercept my phone call because Carrie also her. worked there. Carrie also worked yeah, there. So so Carrie was, yeah, so Carrie was yeah. Carrie was a service writer at the right. dealership too. So anyhow, every time I would call my sister, he would intercept the the phone call, and I'd be like, um, I asked for. Terry, not Carrie. He goes, oh, yeah, I know. She's busy right now. And he would just small talk. And we probably, you know, I knew Carrie and, and knew of him and, and I guess 
just in conversation by calling my sister um, for about a year and a half. And then finally he invited us up to come and watch him race one weekend. We came up and watched him race and sort of the rest is history. So, so that small talk was really maybe flirting. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Well, that's a great story. We all started our careers really within Dell and Hart Chevrolet. I started there uh, in high school as a receptionist and Carrie worked there as a service writer and Dale worked there actually in the service department, changing oils and whatnot. Yeah. So. And I think if your dad had any, if he, his goal, I think, was really to, to take Carrie into the dealership yeah. arena, really, yeah. more so than anything. So, that, yeah, Carrie was pitched around here and there on the, yeah. the dealership side. Very cool. A great story. So tell me um, what you loved about Carrie and, and 15 years later <laughs> what you still love about Carrie. Almost 20 years. I'm laughing because him. he's... <laughs> such a personality <laughs> he is and you know I, I think that he's just um innocently funny sometimes he'll just do the, the the silliest things and I think that what I love about him so much is that he just has a way with people he's very compassion and compassionate and very endearing and I know that he'll he's very sincere when he talks to people and that's what I love about him the most but he is very funny but he'll go up to people and he's you know at the the officials um and and racing when he, ra he raced in NASCAR and if their wives were ill he'd always go up the next weekend and be like how's your wife doing and, and that meant so much to him. So that probably, he's just very um, sincere about himself and, and caring. But as far as funny, yeah, he does the funniest thing. And the kids get the biggest kick out of when he does something and it goes wrong. And he just gets this this look on his face and he'll just walk out the door. And they just get the biggest kick because usually he's very serious and stern. But but for the most part, when funny things like that happen to him, the kids, they think it's, it's hilarious. <laughs> That's funny. So you talked about the kids. You guys have four kids. Yeah. I call you, you're the norm of America, the blended family. Bobby and Jeffrey, which were, uh, which are Carrie's two boys from a previous marriage. And then you had Blade from a previous marriage when you guys got married. Gosh, they were young. Very young. And we were, you know, it's a his, hers, and ours now because we have Kayla. Right, yeah. I, have, I didn't mention Kayla yet. Yeah, we, we have, have Kayla, Kayla now. <laughs> but when, it was funny because when Carrie and I first started dating, we probably were together less than 12 months. And he proposed to me and I just simply looked at him because at that time um, I was 21 and Carrie had gotten his boys full time and I looked at him and I thought, you know, I don't know if I'm the girl for you. You know, I, I had um, started a family myself at a young age and I was like, I instantly had three children um, and I think Jeffrey was four, they were four and seven. I believe was their ages. And I have to say that I think I fell in love with the boys first. <laughs> and then I and I don't mean that in a bad way, but I really did. I, I, I think as time went on when you blend the families together, you, you I, I fell in love with the boys first and I think that's what really I wasn't ready then, but then as time went on I think that's what really brought me to that place. I knew that okay, I can handle this. You know, right. we, when we married we had three kids. Boom, just like that. <laughs> so let's go back to to there when you started dating Carrie. Carrie and Dale Junior lived together. In yes. a double-wide trailer across from Delanhart Incorporated. And you were dating Carrie in the same time that he got custody of his boys. And so then it was Carrie and Renee <laughs> and Bobby and Jeffrey and Dell. Yeah, and I was going to college at Virginia Tech. And I would drive down on the weekends. Well, then it ended up, Carrie was like, you know, when he did have the kids and, and we felt like, okay, we're committed to each other. I came down full time, and for a while we were all, were all on the trailer. And and I know for Junior, 
It was really funny, but he, I mean, he handled it well, but, um, it was You a got lot. a funny story? <laughs> um, <laughs> because in those days, everyone knows oh, I've got he a lot, of funny a lot story, but <laughs> that you could tell on air. <laughs> yeah. Let me see. Uh, I would have to, I know I came over and, and helped Dale pay the bills and, you know, like, look, dude, your electricity bill is going to get cut off soon if you don't send Duke Power a check. Well, here's the funny thing about that. Okay. So you brought that up. So I will just add to that. But since you opened the door, I can remember, yes, financially, the tabo- the, those two did not pay the bills. Um, and I can remember that I took over Carrie's checkbook. And I wrote, because Junior would take the money, and he would then go and pay the bills right. for their rent for and their right. utilities and so forth. Right. And I had wrote a check straight out to Junior. <laughs> and apparently, the electricity didn't get paid or whatever. So I ended up writing the check then straight to the power company. <laughs> <laughs> Good lesson learned. Yeah. Yes. Those were some fun times. Yeah. You didn't happen to uh, be asleep. I think maybe you guys had moved out uh, by the time when d- Dad drove up to Dale's bedroom window and laid on the horn one morning trying to get them up because they had something to do but you guys may have been moved out by then i answer the phone a lot of times when your dad would call looking for dale yeah yeah <laughs> that was fun stuff all right so i prefaced in my intro that you really are just simply amazing and i every time we go on trips and do things together it, i see you here today you're just dressed to the nine you got matching here and there your accessories <laughs> and your scarf and your shoes and uh, you just always put everything together. We have the coolest party decor at all of your parties. The best recipes. It's like, Renee, where did you get this recipe? This is awesome, and it's all so pretty. And you always think of everything on a trip. We're sitting around at the campground, and, and Renee's like, oh, I've got this. Oh, I brought this. Oh, I've got this. We can do this. And I'm like, where did you? You had four kids and this goofy husband that you have to take care of. How do you do all of this? I think growing up, um, I grew up in a little small town, and we had just a very simple country way of living, and you had to be creative. You had to find things to do, and you had to look for those things in order to do them. They just weren't weren't there, but we entertained ourselves, and we, I just like doing that. I like having fun and making memories, and I, I guess just having to look for those things growing up, but it makes me more prepared whenever I, I right. can do it. But as far as parties and everything, I just have so much fun doing it. And I get so much enjoyment out of seeing other people come and enjoy and enjoy it. And, and the blade, our, our oldest daughter who's 22, she always fusses at me. She goes, mom, you have these things, but I don't really feel like you stop and you're able to do. And I said, one of these days you'll understand, but when you're able to sit and you see everyone else having fun and, and really enjoying the time that they're, they're together, that's what really you know matters my mom was very creative in the things that she did and she was all about presentation she was a, a hairstylist you know a, a, so she had her own sense yeah so she she was always big about you know looking your best and and that kind of thing so I think that I took it from her anytime she did anything it was just always blown out of proportion and you know and growing up too I'd be like oh mom you know just make things simple but I understood why she did it because she you know you get enjoyment out of it but I think that it just was something that she just liked being creative yeah on, so yeah speaking of hairstyles you've got gorgeous long hair and we went up to Pennsylvania for a week together with the kids and Carrie and LW and every day you just come out with this hair you've got braids or you've got these pretty ponytails and all these different ways that you've styled your hair so I'm like Renee do something to my hair like that well, mine didn't look near as good as yours well, and but. it's funny that it's funny that you mentioned that because I have to say just thinking back because I was trying to anticipate okay what are we going to talk about today 
but trying to anticipate some of the questions. When your girls come up to me when we're traveling and they'll ask for me to do their, do hair, their hair, that means so much to me. That's yeah. such a sweet, I don't know what it is, but I, I just looking back, I thought, you know, it just melts my heart when Ken Ken will come and be like, hey, nay, nay. That's because their mom hair? can't do hair. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to remember, I grew up around it. Right. So you could probably You've change got all oil these. and stuff and I can't. So <laughs> I'll all fix these. your hair and you just change the, the oil. But, I, you know, talking about hair, I just, some I have nice thick hair. I, I was born with it. I'm fortunate enough. And I know that you had Shauna on the show. And one of the things that I feel uh, the most proud about and just so glad that I was able to do it is I have donated a total of 20 inches to, uh, to Locks, Locks of, Love. of Love and to the Pantene program, which goes to adults too. So um, I'm hoping that I can do that one more time and that'll give me a total of 30 inches that I have donated in that time. That's awesome. That is just incredible. You, you have gorgeous hair. There's no doubt about it. So we talked about, let's talk about family times. We have uh, been to Fort Lauderdale together yep. for Easter, went out fishing. I didn't make it very far fishing, <laughs> but you did really well. You attempted. That's good. <laughs> Seasick, let's just say. And we spent Easter together in the Spoky Mountains camping. We've spent time together in Pennsylvania. Uh, going back to our the event talk, one of my most favorite things is the pumpkin annual pumpkin, yeah. carving, pumpkin party. carving party. Let's get that out. And, yeah, talk, you just go to the nines with that. We all have tables laid out, and she's got us all these things we can trace and cut and all the tools and buckets for the pumpkin guts and you know, we're running around it, taking pictures and well, you know, amazing food. I love that time of the year. Fall is like one of my favorite times of the year. So I like doing that. And we usually all, you know, we'll have a crock pot party. Everyone brings a little bit of a crock pot and everyone just, you know, sort of uh, dips into that. But if you think about it, you sometimes the seasons and the holidays get lost. And I think that if you have those kind of parties, families are able to come and really enjoy those moments. And I, I know having a family at a young age, looking at the kids now, you know, our oldest is um, 26 and 24 and 22. And I think we missed out on a lot of that because we were just so busy, just not just really trying to figure out how you're going to make out. it the next day, right? And yeah. raise them, you know, yeah. you have time. So now I try to do things that are family fun and creative. And the pumpkin carving party, I just think that I get a kick out of it because when I stop and I look back at my pictures, it's the parents that are digging into the pumpkins <laughs> and they're carving. We do a lot know, of everything work. out. Yeah, so the, they the competitive really nature it. of us comes yeah. out. It's like, wait yeah. a minute, we got to carve this one better than yeah. the next one. Yeah, because we have a little contest yes. for the yeah. for the kids, and we did a lot of fun things this past yeah. year. I think that, fun. that the they really enjoyed. Yeah. Because, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, kids are going to look back up and they're going to look back on those moments. Yeah. And, and really, that's going to be what, what they Yeah, when I think most. about my childhood, I'm, I first go to the quality moment time yes, that absolutely. you had. And I think the same for my family and the things that we do and, and the things that we celebrate and make good of. Just on Mother's Day, you know, taking Wyatt down to yep. the creek on the property and, and tootling around. That was awesome for me. I yeah, And it's, so, it's just that. the simplicity of it all. It's not, it doesn't take much to have to do that. It is. So your family, you have just a sister. Yes. And your mom and dad um, growing up. And in a small town, did you have a bigger extended family outside of that? Well, my, my dad was the baby of 14. He had nine brothers and four sisters. Oh, wow. Yeah. So and, there you have it. That's no much twins. like the Earnhardts. Yeah, no twins. So my grandmother was a Ooh. strong woman. 
Um, and then my, I had an aunt uh, on my mom's side, too. She had a sister. So we had a, quite a large family. And growing up, um, it's the funny story is that I really didn't have any indoor plumbing until I was like eight. And we lived with my grandmother for a while while my dad uh, worked for uh, the railroad. And he was saving up their money. And they built this beautiful log cabin, which my mom still lives in today. So when we lived with my grandmother in the farmhouse, I can remember we had outhouses. And we, you know, that was just the way that, that I could remember growing you know up. being raised and growing up yeah and uh, so I experienced a lot of different things but um you know in in a small town that that song everyone dies famous in a small town is very true because everyone knows everybody and it's you know it, it, there's a lot of uh fun things that happen but growing up I can remember uh we we had cows on the farm we slaughtered our own hogs we did all that kind of stuff um we made apple butter that was my favorite and again that's sort of a fall thing so I I always loved for that happened. The women always peeled the apples and the men gathered the wood and we had the big kettle and you had these big paddles and you have to stir it constantly. So when that day rolled around and I was, I had just started kindergarten, I thought, oh dang, I'm not going to be able to do apple butter. And mom let me stay out stay of home. school because <laughs> I love doing the paddles and the apple butter. So that sort of, that puts a little perspective on <laughs> How what you? excited me whenever I was a little girl. <laughs> there you go. That's pretty cool, though, because back in, in those days, doing things like that for your family and all, you could use that as an excuse to get out of school. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, oh, we had, had to work house, on the family farm. We smoked and, our pigs. Right. Yeah. So. Right. Wasn't that big of a deal not to go to school. Although when you had mm-hmm. like nine uncles and four aunts, you sort of did have enough bodies around yeah, the hill. To but do. <laughs> yeah, to do. It wasn't as big It was a family affair. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what do you and Carrie, I know the outdoors is really important to you guys and Carrie is a big hunter and fisherman. Yeah. Uh, what do, what does Renee and Carrie like to do together? I know what Carrie likes to do. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I love fishing. Fishing is probably, I could go fishing and any time of the day, any time of the year. Talk about your night fishing that you guys do <laughs> so we both fish <laughs> and let's just needless to say I'm not very good at it I mean like the fish is he's he's gone down Lake Norman by the time that my arrow even hits the water so it's not all that great but we have a really really good time at it and it's so funny because Carrie's got the the little remote around his neck that does the little troll motor and he's got his bow up I'm like how do you do that he will get the the boat where it needs to be and he'll see like a fish in the water and he's drawn back and he's hit it and I'm like how do you do all of that? You're you know? still trying to get your boat yeah, pointed yeah, in the right yeah. direction. I'm like, I'm, pull, I, I'm pulled back the whole time for like an hour. My my shoulder's killing me. And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, by the time I pull back to try to release, it's gone. But uh, we also do night fishing with like a normal pole too. So <laughs> I like carp fishing. So we, we I like a fight. I like don't something. eat the carp though, do we you? We don't eat the yeah, carp. Yeah, but yeah, people okay. do eat carp. But no, I don't eat the carp. I just like the fight of a carp. But I like to almost feel like I'm going to be drug in. I want my reel to be smoking. That's what kind of fish. Like That's probably do. why you really like the um, deep sea fishing yeah. too. Yeah. Because you're really good at that and strong yeah. and yeah. pulling. And yeah. I, I, we went tarpon fishing last summer and I, we had swells probably four foot tall and I had I hooked one and I fought it for like 30 minutes. Wow. And it jumped up in the, the air and broke the leader and uh, I was so upset. But I at least did get to see it. But yeah. it was so much fun. I wouldn't take nothing for that 30 minutes of almost being drugged into the water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crazy. How often do you guys get to the races with Jeffrey racing? And and Jeffrey is your son, my nephew. People to this day get all of our family confused. So let's get it clear. 
It's like, how is Jeffrey related to you? <laughs> I know you guys go to the races and, we and do. support him. We, we go as much as we can. We have Kayla at home who's 10. And, again, that goes back to just trying to um, change your way of, of doing things. We try to stay at home with her and do as much with her while she's at a young age that, you know, we wish we'd have done a little bit more often with, with the older kids. But we go out and, and we see him when he's close by. We'll fly to, like, Daytona and, and maybe, you know, to Homestead and do things like that. And we'll usually go on race day. And... Um, He's he you know Jeffrey's come a long way. He's he's had some bumps in the road, but he's really making his own. And uh, we couldn't be more proud of him right now for just really he's he's very talented and he he's just keeps moving forward. And Carrie, um, when he gets to the track, you know he's so proud of him. And but I wonder if he misses it a little bit, which is why he sort of you know stays distant. But we, we like going. We don't we don't go just to be going. I can tell you that. Right. Like a lot of people would be like, you're not going to the races while they're in town. I'm like, no. Nope. Right. <laughs> no, right. We need a reason you. to be there. Yeah, only if someone that's, yeah, that's there for us to go and watch as yeah. far as Jeffrey or, or that one. Of course, Junior, but, yeah. you know, still. Yeah. It's so much of a big business these days. It's, yeah. it's different, so. So tell us what Kerry's up to these days. I know um, our listeners, you know, know he has a past in NASCAR and has raced in various divisions. Um, but what are you guys doing these days that keep you occupied? Well, we it's, it's funny because really throughout Kerry's racing career, he sort of cultivated this his outdoor passion as well. I mean, he's had you know, partnerships with various, you know, uh, brands in the industries, Bass Pro Shops yep. and NRA and Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation, all that kind of stuff. And... That is really probably, I think, he's more passionate about the outdoors than really racing, although he loved both of them, um, I think, somewhat equally the same. But uh, he having that persona and being on um, several outdoor shows and just active within organizations, we've come to really embrace this. And we just launched Earnhardt Collection uh, three years ago, which is 25 designs now. We launched it 22 designs, 25 designs, home designs with Schumacher Homes that really uh, encompasses the the lifestyle of the outdoors and really what we love about it and, and bringing the outdoors inside in these floor plans. They're very open, natural lighting, stones, a lot of those kind of things. So we've embraced this opportunity with taking the outdoors and, and you know, making it something that we really are, it's fun and it's creative and we're looking at, you know, you know, what, what other kind of opportunities that, that lie out there that Carrie really loves and he's passionate about. And, and people, you know, look at it and, and they feel it and they see it and they get it and they understand it. So we've just really worked on the outdoor show for a little bit and uh, we've taken different avenues with that. And it's like anything that you do that you don't know a whole lot about. You, you really have to learn it. You have to learn the business. And that's what we've really done is we've just tried to be as educated about it as possible. So that's probably the next thing that we're looking at doing is really taking an outdoor show that's really going to be able to um, not be dictated or controlled by like in racing. I mean, you're so controlled in racing. But the fun thing about this that I'm, I'm so excited for Carrie is that it's who he is. Right. He's able to really just be what he is and who he is and, and, and take off with that. And he's done I'm so proud of him for really creating this opportunity for himself that people are wanting to, to bite into and they and they understand it. And yeah, understand exactly. It so together with Dale and myself and Carrie and then our families, we have created Earnhardt Outdoors, right. which is a lifestyle brand to show our passion of the outdoors, to uh, share that with others, educate others and Really, I think it's important for our families to make the outdoors a part of people's everyday lives. Right. It's it's so important. Um, and with the way the world is today and changing, you know, the passion for the outdoors can get easily lost in the boomy baby boomer and, and 
forward generations, yeah. you know, the, the young generations of today. So um, I'm excited about that. And in, in doing that, we are looking at different opportunities to partner uh, with folks, whether it be products or services or things that they offer in the outdoor world. And, you know, I think people, when we talk about the outdoors, people think about hunting and fishing because, right. you know, our dad was a great hunter and fisherman. My husband, L.W., it loves to hunt and fish, Carrie with Carrie. Carrie loves to hunt and fish. But, you know, the outdoors is so much more than that. It's on Mother's Day playing down in the creek, four-wheel riding, kayaking on the lake, uh, tubing on the river, camping. You know, there, there's so many aspects of what you can do in the outdoors and enjoy the outdoors. And we recently, we, we were just launching a relationship with a company called Tackle Grab. And Tackle Grab is a subscription-based fishing company. Much like if you've heard of uh, BarkBox, where you can sign up uh, monthly and get a box of treats for your dogs, this is a box of fishing treats and fishing lures. So I'm excited about that. In your due diligence in this whole process, uh, you know, what stands out for you with Tackle Grab and our relationship with them? Well, I think the interesting thing with you guys and sort of what your vision is with, with the, the outdoor company, with Earner Outdoors, it's really neat because you'll be more, tra- you'll, you'll do traditional things too, which is, you know, what, what the Earnhardt brand has done as, all, as well. But you have really, you're looking at opportunities to really take people that have the same passion for the outdoors. And like you said, it's a, it's a camaraderie. You have to bond together and really propel that to the next generation. And I think this is just a, a group of guys that just love fishing and love doing the same thing that that our family does and you've partnered up with them and you're going to help them make their dream a reality which is really cool yeah you know I I, I like that opportunity too that you guys are given another uh, company as well but I think for me I'm not very educated on fishing bait and I grew up with mealworms with night crawlers corn you know chicken livers and that kind of thing so (laughs) if I were to go and have to buy something I wouldn't even know what to buy and this makes it so much more simple for the consumer that you know and it's sort of like I mean we all like surprises yeah so it's like a little little surprise (laughs) in the box and you open it up and you know and you can uh, it's optional you know how often you want it delivered to which is good too because you don't want to you know it doesn't have to be monthly you know there's different options there as far as subscriptions to it so for me I think that's really cool is that I think that for for someone that's fishing is just to have someone else based on what you like or what kind of fishing type that you like that you're going to be able to have that delivered to your door yeah. and go out and try it and you didn't have to stand there and be like okay do I want this 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 and this because I'm bad about picking if I don't know what I'm buying I pick the one that has less on the <laughs> shelf I'm like well that's got to be good there's less there <laughs> right somebody's bought somebody else those. is buying right. yeah that's true and and in thinking through tackle grab that's for me time is a factor you know I don't have time to right. research I know that they're going to research and and pick the most quality items so that when you know we can just focus on the activity of fishing you know, when you right. when you get your box, you know that there's quality items in there. They've been researched. They're proven to work. And then you can put them to work in your activity and the time that you spend with your family and not spend all that time reading magazines or going online and trying to figure out what works and reading right. reviews and all that kind of stuff. Right, right. Yeah, no, so. exactly. So I, I think that it's, it's, uh, it's nice, too, for that person that does like to be in the outdoors as a gift mm-hmm. when you think about that. That's, you know, it's one of those, because I do magazines a lot for people that, that, like, my mom loves magazines. So that's just that little gift that just keeps on giving. And for people that you can't think of anything to do, that's a nice little gift to do for them and be like, Father's Day. Father's Day's a month away. Yeah, great Father's Day gift. Yes. And you get to enjoy that with your father, too. So kids. (laughs) Yep.
That's say, what you need to get your dad. Put a note in the card. Take me fishing. fishing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I want you to take me fishing, and this is what we're going <laughs> to use. All right, it's time for Ask Kelly. Remember that you can submit your questions on Twitter using the hashtag Ask Kelly at my Twitter handle, Earnhardt Kelly. We're also taking these on Facebook Weekly as well on my Facebook page, Kelly K. Earnhardt. Our first question is from Twitter, and it is from Travel Dora. What is the coolest celebrity that you have met at a NASCAR track? A celebrity that I've met at a NASCAR track, nothing is just popping into mind, but I will tell you a funny story about meeting Tom Cruise. And this was back in the Days of Thunder days, and that was filmed right here in Mooresville, and my dad was involved in uh, the, the filming of that or, or, you know, part of the movie or whatever. And so we're out at my dad's shop on Highway 3, where Dale Incorporated is now, and I am, gosh, 17 or 18, I, I guess, 16, 17. Tom Cruise was a hit back then, okay? I should have recognized Tom Cruise. He's standing there talking to my dad, this short guy, jeans and a tee, no clue who he is. I'm just running around the shop doing something. We were just messing around. And my dad's secretary comes over, and she's, like, hitting me on the shoulder. Kelly, Kelly, don't you know who that is? Don't you know who that is? And I'm like, no, who are you talking about? And she's like, that's Tom Cruise. Your dad's talking to Tom Cruise. And I said, you're kidding me. <laughs> really? Like, this guy whose poster I had on my wall as a teenager, that's Tom Cruise? <laughs> No offense, Tom Cruise, if you're listening. Totally did, did not look like what he looked like on television standing there talking to my dad, and I'll never forget that moment. Our next question is from Facebook, Lynn Windsor. There's always talk about killer. You don't hear much about Stroker or any other of Dale's pets. Um, they want to know what kind of pets do you have and Amy has and what else Just, Dale has out there on the farm. All the family pets. Well, Killer does get the most love. He is probably now with Junebug, which is Amy's uh, miniature Pomeranian. Killer and Junebug are the two famous celebrity animals that we have. Killer, Dale got him at a race in Indy back in 2004. Uh, he was uh, offspring of Greg Biffle's one of Greg Biffle's boxers. And so uh, Killer's had the ride of his life for the last 10 years. But Dale also got a dog, Stroker, who is white and I don't know what you call them, albino. Uh, great albino Dane. Great Dane. Yeah, great Dane. Yeah. And ha I had him for a while. I don't think Dale realized that he was going to get, you know, six feet tall when he, when he put his paws <laughs> up on the counters and 125 pounds later. But Stroker also had some back issues. And... Our cousins, Stacy and Sonny, also had Great Danes, and when Stroker had those back issues, he went to live with Sonny and Stacy so they could care for him daily. I mean, he, he had a, a walker that had to fit to his back end so that he could walk for quite some time. So it was, with Dale traveling, it was more than he could handle at the time. And Stroker loved it there so much with their Great Danes is that's where Stroker lives now. So that's why you don't see a lot about Stroker. And I laugh because I can imagine Stroker coming in here to junior motorsports like Killer does <laughs> and barreling down the hallway at uh, 125 or so pounds. I have a funny story, though. Do you remember that cat that you had and you all were going to see your mom in Virginia Beach and that cat got loose in Taz. the truck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was a funny story. It got loose in, in Junior's truck. Yep. Oh, no. We're both, oh yeah, we're both big animal lovers. I have two rescue dogs of my own, Bristol, and you can guess that I got her around the Bristol race. And also Lucy, who is a boxer that we rescued a litter of boxer puppies, and I got them all adopted out and kept Lucy. also have two rescue cats, Lily and Lacey, 
and we have some stray cats that come up and eat with them as well. So a big, uh, Dale has a cat too, uh, Tux, and we're just a big family of, we love animals, all kinds. We've got the buffalo out on the farm at Dale's. Wyatt goes down and feeds them apples, and we've got goats that Dale received as a gift from Victory Junction Gang Camp, and we have horses that are just retiring out in the pasture for the rest of their life that we've taken in from other folks that uh, couldn't care for them. So we have all kind of animals that we enjoy. Next question is also from Facebook. Stephen Conley wants to know, which sibling did you have the worst fight with and how did your dad handle it? I like this question because it gives me a chance to really talk about the dynamics of our family. So I have five siblings or four other siblings in all. There's five of us with all of my extended families and all the branches on my family tree. Carrie, uh, we did not meet Carrie until Carrie was 16 and and I was 12 at the time. And so Carrie was raised by his mother and, and his father who adopted him. And he decided at 16 he wanted to have a relationship with my dad. And so we met him then. So we didn't grow up in the same household. We didn't get a chance to have those fights. Dale and I grew up in the same household. But we really didn't fight either because of our family situation, of our parents divorcing early. We had nannies that took care of us while my dad and Teresa traveled. And so we were kind of, we were like, hey, let's stick up for each other and take care of each other instead of fight about this. It was like the two of us were the only ones that, you know, we had to, to take care of each other. And I hate interrupting you, but one thing, because <laughs> going back to the, tra- when we talk okay. more, I think, you know, being in the trailer, I can remember that Kelly is such a nurturer. I mean, she just was born to be a mother, and she did. She, I remember Junior would be sick, and he had like the Beavis and Butthead hair thing. On <laughs> yeah, it. He was going like on. a foot tall above his head. <laughs> and Kelly would bring him over soup, and she would just lay in the bed and brush <laughs> that hair, and the hair <laughs> I can remember that just so like it was yesterday. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you guys were very, very close. Yeah, we were. were We just didn't, yeah, we didn't fight. And then Taylor was born when I was 16. Taylor was born. And so I went off to college at 17. So really didn't grow up in the household with her either. So I think that's just some interesting things. And then my stepsister, Meredith, uh, my mom and Willie, who is her father, married in Virginia in 85. She grew up up there. We, We had summers and stuff like that with her. But again, you know, we didn't we didn't see each other daily, so we didn't get tired of each other, and we didn't fight really at all. So I don't really have any good fighting stories. We were just a loving family, all happy to be together and and <laughs> have our relationships with each other as you know disengaged at times as they were. So, but I think that's you know that's real and that's interesting about our family. I find no shame in that whatsoever. No, you shouldn't. Well, thanks for submitting your questions for Ask Kelly. All right. Well, I really appreciate you being on today. I do have some last minute questions that I didn't give you time to prep for. Yeah. Don't worry. It's not that bad. She's looking at me. Yeah. She's. See, I've known her for almost 20 years, too. Yeah. The look on her face is the look that she gives (laughs) Carrie a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Like, okay. What's coming? Here we go. Final thoughts with Renee. Sweet or salty? Salty. Beach or mountains? Mountains. Dogs or cats? Oh, that's not fair, Kelly. I know. That's something we didn't, didn't talk, talk about, about is your that. love of animals. Yeah. <laughs> I got to say both. All right. Heels or flats? Not heels. not as in heels of the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Shoes. Shoes. Heels. <laughs> Massage or facial? Massage. Cook or eat out? Cook. 
cook. Yeah, I thought you were going to say that. I, know, I think I know the answer to this one, too. Dress or jeans and a tee? Jeans and a tee. City girl, country girl. Country. <laughs> Hello. I know I those. use an outhouse. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I realize that. All right. Well, it's been fun. I appreciate you being on today. Everybody go out and, and look at TackleGrab.com and, and our newest launch with Earnhardt Outdoors and Renee and Carrie and Dale and myself and LW. And um, we'll look forward to seeing you out and about, Renee. Thank you so much for having me on. And I just want you to know that um, you do such a great job with the show and you've really brought for the woman's perspective. It's just so refreshing. Every time I tune in, you're, it's very uh, enlightening and you really shine a lot of light on your, the guests that you have on. And it's really, you know, you just you do a good job. With well, this. I appreciate it. It's been a ton of fun. Uh, thank goodness to Mike Davis's idea to do this. And, and now I go out in the in out at events and outings, and they're like, when are you going to have me on your show? Oh. <laughs> I'm like, I promise I haven't forgot about you, but it's only one a week. Give me some time. like the Oprah Winfrey of so, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Well, thank you again for joining us on Fast Lane Family, and I hope you'll join us next week. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 